Hello, everyone. My name is Sarah, and it is a pleasure to welcome you to my chair. Every weekday, we will meet here to reflect on a passage from 1 Peter. If you'd like to dive deeper into this book, I encourage you to find our reading plan on YouVersion. Simply download the YouVersion app from your app store, and then just type Who is Grace into the search bar and select the 1 Peter plan. A challenge from the reading plan that I want to encourage you to try is to read or to listen to the entire letter, start to finish, in one sitting, once a week. I promise it's worth it, but I also know that that sounds like a lot. To help you with that, I recorded a reading of all five chapters, and you can find that on this podcast. Just look for the episode titled, First Peter, The Whole Darn Thing, and push play while you're in the car, doing chores, or taking a walk. Right now, let's dive into First Peter. So let's get this week started in chapter 4, verses 1 and 2. Since therefore Christ suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same way of thinking, for whoever has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so as to live for the rest of the time in the flesh, no longer for human passions, but for the will of God. Ah, did you hear that therefore in there? This time, Peter explains its presence in the same sentence, yea, for us. He's about to share some more instructions for living as Christ followers in a broken world, but first he points us back to Jesus' suffering. And the visual picture is so interesting. Arm yourselves with the same way of thinking. The NIV says, arm yourselves also with the same attitude. Remember from chapter one that we were to gird up and be ready to set our hope? Well, here we're told to arm ourselves, that our weapon is our thought life and our attitude. So what was Christ's attitude? How was he able to endure with hope and submit with grace? There's a beautiful bit of poetry in Philippians that talks about this, and Paul writes in chapter 2 of that letter, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross." Therefore, God has exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Just beautiful. So how did Jesus suffer? By emptying himself of his rights, by submitting as a servant, by choosing obedience to God over all else, by living out his purpose all the way to the cross, and by choosing to give up his life for the sake of love, love for his father and love for us. So here's what I'm thinking. My approach to my short life can be to maximize my own pleasure or maximize my comfort, maximize my position, maximize my self-actualization, or I can maximize my understanding of God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit and the story that he is writing in this world. That story climaxed in the death and resurrection of Jesus, but it continues through his church and each of us as living stones in his spiritual house. So instead of self, I can say, like John the Baptist, he must increase and I must decrease. Or like Paul, I can seek to be poured out like a drink offering so that others will know Jesus. And like Peter says here, I can arm myself with the surrendered, submissive, obedient, purposeful attitude of Christ so that his name is far, far greater than mine. And guys, that will be very hard because it flies in the face of the cultural messaging that's around us, which says, like, be all that you can be and live your truth, have it your way, you do you. 
None of that reflects the father or imitates the son or stays in step with the spirit. I so desperately want to live every day for the will of God and not for my own self. And I know because I do it every day that I'm going to fall short and I'm going to do it a lot. But I'll be like that toddler who's learning to walk, right? Picture it, the step and fall, step and fall, and step and fall again. But my father, your father, he's got wide open arms, and he is rejoicing with every step, and he graciously picks us up at every fall. So what about you? Will you join me in learning to walk a new way? Jesus, you suffered and you died so that you could give us new life. Holy Spirit, don't let us settle for less than a life committed to Jesus and imitating his surrender and his obedience. Teach us to walk this way. Amen. Thank you for joining me today. Remember, you can always access Grace's daily read plan and additional resources like small group curriculum at whoisgrace.com forward slash read. If this time is meaningful for you, please like, subscribe, and share this podcast so others can find it too. I look forward to meeting you at my chair again tomorrow. God bless. God bless.